Well, good morning, River City. Happy Easter. Uh, grateful that although we're not able to be together in person this morning to celebrate Jesus and his resurrection, uh, that we're still able to celebrate and remember the good news of his resurrection together in spirit this morning. And the reality is that the good news of Jesus' resurrection, it radically changed the world 2,000 years ago. But the good news of his resurrection isn't just something that used to change things. It's good news that's meant to change our lives today and every day ongoingly. And so in our short time together this morning, I just want to highlight three ways that Jesus' resurrection does just that. Three, three ways that Jesus' resurrection changes our lives today and every day. And so uh, to that end, let's pray and we'll dive in this morning. God, grateful for you and for your word. Grateful that we get to gather uh, together as a people this morning while not in person. Uh, we gather under your name and in your name. And so God, we come full of hope this morning, grateful that uh, you have risen, uh, reminding ourselves of that truth and reminding ourselves of its implications. And so, God, we pray that that you would help us as a people, as your people, God, to, to lay hold of that truth this morning, but as well to grasp its implications for our lives today and every day. And so, God, we just we need your help this morning, just as we do every morning as we uh, seek you and seek to study your word. And so we just say, God, would you meet us this morning? And would you empower us? Would you would you remind us of the truths of your resurrection and, and how that affects our lives today so that we might live as your people? And so uh, we just look forward to that this morning, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, three implications of Jesus' resurrection for our lives today. Three just things I want to point out. And the first is simply this, is because Jesus rose again, you can trust him. You, you can trust him to be in control in any and every situation you find yourself in. When, when the first sermon was preached by Peter in Acts chapter 2, he proclaimed that Jesus rose from the dead, he said, because death could not hold him. Think about that for a second. Nothing can stop death. It comes to everyone at some point in time. But, but if death could not stop Jesus, if death did not have power over him, then nothing can stop him. Then nothing has power over him. Then he, then you can absolutely trust him to be in control. But, but if Jesus is also, if he's able to keep his word to defeat death, then we can't just trust him in general. We can trust everything else that he said. We can trust that when he said that he is God, that he really is, we can trust that he, like he said, he can forgive sin. We, we can trust that he has gone to prepare a place for us. We can trust that one day he is indeed coming back. And in the meantime, he has sent his spirit to empower us with everything we need for life and godliness. And that brings us to the second thing, uh, the second implication of Jesus' resurrection I just want to highlight this morning. And it's simply this, because Jesus rose again, you and I have power to live today. Uh, one commentator summed it up this way. He said, if Jesus has just died for us, then we'd be forgiven corpses. But through the resurrection, the very life of God has broken into this world to give us life that is new in character and eternal in duration Romans chapter 8, verse 11, Paul says it this way, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Philippians 3.10, again, Paul writes, he says, I, I want to know Christ. He says, I want to know the power of his resurrection. 
See, the reality is that without the resurrection, we would have no power to live the lives that we're called to live as God's people. But because of the resurrection, because Jesus rose again, we have access to all that we would need to live a life unto him. We have, we have the power to live a life that is new in character. You see, we need Jesus' spirit to empower us, and the resurrection is the thing that guarantees his spirit for us. But lastly, third, because Jesus rose again, we have a hope and a purpose that can never be shaken. This is so important, I think, especially in the situations we find ourselves in today. Because Jesus rose again, you and I, we can have a hope and a purpose that can never be shaken. You see, Jesus defeated death, and by faith in him, so will we. And so we don't have to fear death, and we don't have to run from it. You see, Jesus won. He defeated death. That's the reason Paul uh, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, he almost taunts death. He says, oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? You see, it has not won. Jesus has. You see, the reality is, is that as for a Christian, our hope isn't here in this world. You see, Jesus' resurrection points us to a day when he will resurrect all things, when he will restore all things to how they were always meant to be. You see, in the resurrection, his resurrection from the dead, it, it means that our hope isn't in something here and now that can be taken away. Rather, it's in something eternal. First Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 5, he sums it up this way. He says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish or spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last times. You see, Peter, he's writing here to remind Christians who are walking through really difficult situations. He's reminding them that, that death does not have the last word and that sin doesn't have the last word and that suffering doesn't have the last word and that pain doesn't have the last word. If he were writing to us today, I'm sure he would be reminding us that, that the, this virus around our world, it does not have a last word and fear doesn't have the last word and anxiety doesn't have the last word. Instead, Jesus does. And our life and our hope, it's kept in heaven by him. And it can never be taken away. You see, the, the resurrection of Jesus, it gives us a kind of hope it, that, that, that transforms us, that changes us. It's a kind of hope that frees us from slavery to living for our own kingdom and our own purposes. It frees us from slavery to fear and anxiety and worry and and all those kinds of things and control. But more than any of that, it gives us a meaning and a purpose beyond anything this world can give. You see, the resurrection frees us, but it also commissions us to live boldly for Jesus in this life. You see, to live for his glory and his kingdom and his purposes. Instead of always being concerned about our own good, we can trust that Jesus is going to bring about our good as we follow him, even, even, when, it, even when it's hard, even when it means sacrifice, even when it involves hardship. And so instead of hoarding resources for ourselves, we can give generously and sacrificially to God and to others, knowing that we can't outgive him what he's already given to us in Jesus and that our true inheritance is kept for us in heaven and that it is an inheritance beyond compare. See, the resurrection of Jesus, it changes everything. It didn't just change things. It changes things ongoingly every day. See, the resurrection, it proves we can trust Jesus 
to keep his word, to save us from the power of Satan and sin and death, and to resurrect all things in the end. The resurrection shows us the power that makes a life lived for Jesus today possible. And the, and the resurrection, it gives us a hope for the future. And so this morning, as we remember Jesus and his resurrection this Easter morning, I just want to encourage you, let us, let us worship the risen King Jesus this morning and sing to him and pray to him and, and, and speak to him and worship him. And let us do that confidently this morning, sure that he is alive and that he is in control and that we can trust him. And let us live resurrected lives unto him every day, new lives unto him, empowered by the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. And let us as a people hope set our hope on the future day that Jesus will resurrect all things. Well, he will restore all things when, when every tear will dry and when, when all good will be brought to bear. Let us set our hope on that thing so, so that our families and our neighbors and our coworkers and our, and our community and our world might see a hope that is rooted in something this world can never take away. And let us do that for our good, for our joy, for our life in the midst of today, for the good of others in our community. But ultimately, let us do that for God's great glory in all the world, so that today and every day until he returns, he might be worshipped and adored and treasured, and that he might be heralded and loved. And so to that end, let's pray. King Jesus, we come before you this morning and and we're just grateful, just even in our short time together, to be reminded of your resurrection and its implications for our lives. God, we're grateful that the resurrection doesn't, your resurrection, it doesn't just give us, it doesn't just change something we think about, but it changes our lives. It gives us the ability to trust you. It gives us the confidence to know your great power. It, it, it enables us, it opens the door to the power of your spirit to, to empower us to live lives unto you. And it gives us a hope that can never be taken away. And so, King Jesus, would you empower us as your people in the midst of the season we find ourselves in to be your resurrected people, a people whose life is found in your resurrected life and, and whose hope is found in your resurrection and whose future is found in you. And so, King Jesus, would you empower us to be your people uh, in our world and in our families and in our lives. God, would the good news and the life and the hope that your resurrection reminds us of would it give us new life today and every day we pray. Amen.